0: welcome back to another episode of on the bench with beaks this is episode number 60 yes that is 60 man that's that's crazy guys that's that's insane um i i am your host cody beekman and with me as always is ross dantinople what's up and i got no lice bryce mcmillan hey what's up hello (laughs) let's hope you got no (laughs) lice yeah we're good then we've got daniel not so greedy beady
1: what's ever everybody good to be back
0: and today we've got an incredible epi- episode we've got the founder of nostalgia ice of uh, film beauty it's king Dowit. king what's up say what's up to the otb bitch
2: what up it's the otb bitch
0: <laughs> oh, 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 verbatim. That's a- verbatim that's awesome I, 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 I can't ask for i me, always go with verbatim yeah there you go literally nice. well uh King, we've got an incredible episode coming up here, man. We're going to talk about all the awesome things that you're doing on YouTube right now with your with Nostalgize.com and Nostalgize YouTube, going back and looking at all these incredible uh, uh, historical uh, kinds of looks at the at the NHL and hockey and all, all the stuff you're uh, you're going to be looking at doing in film and everything like that. But before we do that, of course, it's Hockey Day in History. So, King kick us off with a beautiful hockey day in history
2: well uh i'm just trying to think of the one I, that i chose um today's the day i think in 96 that the avalanche beat the wings in the 96 uh, playoffs which was awesome which ended the Wings' season and which meant that we went to the finals
0: I mean, he, well, I mean, when you're talking to Avs fans, of course, it's going to be huge when any time yeah. a Red, uh, Red Wings team loses, especially in the playoffs. Oh, boy, but yeah. I mean, you, you're talking about these '96, just like hardened battles, just bloody, bloody times huge. on the ice between those two. Um, uh, before, before we move on, uh, can you like, as an Avs fan? Um, what uh, what would you say about that '96 season? I think that yeah, was probably maybe one of your favorite moments, or maybe uh, you know something uh, really interesting that you really loved about that. I mean, other than you know uh, Patrick Law mm. kicking Mike Vernon's ass.
2: <laughs> well, one that's awesome. Uh, I'm for, I i was not around yet when that series happened. Uh, I'm I'm 23 going on
0: 24. So uh, so you were just a gleam in your daddy's eye, a <laughs> little gleam. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> Beep. All right, so, so when you look but back from, from watching
2: uh, watching cold clips, yeah,
0: yeah, what what would what would you say be your uh, top top number one moment back back in those days?
2: I'd say just those playoff battles, just watching like those old like because it wasn't the wings were obviously at the top, but just they were facing so many great teams, and like I was watching, uh, I actually was watching uh and when he was on uh, with you guys. And how he was saying that it wasn't always just the wings. You had like Dallas Stars, the St. Louis yeah. Blues. You were like, some, like, that was like the era of like really great goalies and defensemen, you know, dead puck era. So you were going up, well, I mean, not you, Avalanche were going up against like Chris Pronger and like Darian Hatcher, Ed Belfour.
0: Joe yeah. Newandike. I mean, Joe Newandike, Chris Jellios, and Buckoff. Of, yeah. Uh, I just uh, yeah, so many so many incredible teams that the, the you know the abs have played in the in the past. And they've always been such an entertaining games. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, great great look back there, King. Uh, I'm gonna let uh, Daniel Beattie get a little green. Yeah. Um, And uh, throw down what he's got here for hockey day For sure Also,
1: welcome back to the uh, laboratory, buddy Yeah Uh, yeah, It's good to (laughs) be back back. around uh, this awesome fan cave we've got It's nice to see some extra banners up here Oh, oh, dude And uh, the place is looking pretty sweet Yeah, I gotta say That is lovely
0: Oh, yeah I I mean, hey, you know, you gotta uh, when, When you're packing it in for playoffs You gotta get extra steezy, so Yeah,
1: you've done a good job with the place I like how you decorate
0: yeah, well, you should probably uh, tell everybody else. I'm just sitting here, you know, my fan ass in a chair just saying, no, to the left a little bit, up to <laughs> one more inch, there you He's go. Like the yeah.
3: He's like the job site foreman. I've
0: got it's a It's not good enough. i No, <laughs> <a budget. laughs>
1: right,
3: King, right. afterwards we'll show you around the, the, the laboratory for sure.
2: All right. Yeah. yeah. Is, this, is this your first time uh, together back in the... Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, In yeah. a few yeah. months. A yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a few months.
0: Yeah, I mean... um, because even our uh, birthday episode, we uh, we weren't able to get together. So, I mean, I, I got to say, it's probably been a good three or four months since we've all been back together.
1: Decent amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I've got a hockey day in history. It's pretty important to the NHL, I would say. We're going all the way back to 1949. Oh, boy. Oh, this is why I this love Dan This is Daniel. June 1st, 1949. And this is the... Era where we're starting to see some NHL expansion and we're also seeing the league reap a little bit of benefit of their success because this is when the schedule of NHL games goes from 60 in a season to 70 in a season.
0: Oh okay. So we're
1: not quite up to 82, well, we're... but we're getting there. Oh yeah. And it's a step in the right direction. So you start seeing some, like, um, this is when you start seeing the 50 goals in 50 games kind of stuff, like creeping in and things like that. Oh, so yeah. all of a sudden the 50 goal season is the new benchmark because there's a little bit more games being played and stuff like that. So it all adds to the history, all adds to, like, compartmentalizing the stats, kind of like how basketball does it by shot clock era right. and stuff like that. Right. So just wanted to go all the way back to 1949
0: yeah. with that one. Oh hell yeah that's a, that's beautiful that's why we're wearing Fantastic. all these fucking
3: beautiful jerseys because it
0: expanded it's amazing right yeah well i mean yeah you expand you die if you don't expand you die and well the nhl has continuously been able to expand and grow bigger and gra- uh, grab a bigger audience so just that water just <laughs> Yeah, okay. Uh, speaking of just adding water, uh, Bryce, you want to you wanna shake some Lysol all over this next one? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> some Lysol.
3: All right. So on this day in hockey history, goalie Patrick Wall announced his retirement after 18 NHL seasons with Ooh. Montreal and the Colorado Avalanche. Wall retired as the NHL's all-time leader with 1,029 regular season games, 551 wins, 247 cup games, 151 playoff victories and 20 playoff shutouts
1: 247 playoff games 247
0: playoff games yes since 86 bud that's
1: so many games isn't that (laughs) so many games
2: like from the beginning yeah oh yeah Yeah.
0: and I mean like
2: first season like he won the cup you're so right king
0: yeah it came in huge for uh, the Canadian
2: they were at a
1: loss without a goaltender and that's that was their saving grace was St. Patrick. Oh, yeah. Well. I mean, he
3: came into the league confident, and they just found him like that, dude. Yeah. You know, he just walked in and did his damn job as NHL goaltender, man.
0: Well, they didn't call him St. Patrick for nothing, that's for sure. Ross, uh, keep us going here, bud.
1: Well, I'm going to go with May 28, 1992. Mario Lemieux. Le Magnifique. Yes, sir. Scored his 14th and 15th playoff goals of the year to lead the Penguins to a 3-1 win over the Blackhawks in game two of the final cup finals.
0: <laughs> if you're not, oh, all right. Well, Leg- Magnafeet can always do it, man. He can always do it. I mean, what what else can you really say about Maria?
1: No, I mean, if he would have stayed in the league, minus all of his health issues and stuff like that, he probably could have touched on Gretzky's record
0: such a huge comeback story though That'd Oh, yeah be, I mean that's like that that stuff that that's the kind of stuff that brings a tear to the eye oh yeah you know a little cry in your eye yeah. oh yeah absolutely all right I'm gonna I'm gonna end this off right here uh, I'm gonna go back to May 27th 1994. I wonder what this could be. Uh, Let's take a look. Stefan Matto. Matto, Matto, Matto. scored the winning goal at 24-24 of overtime to lead the Rangers to a 2-1 win over the Devils in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals in New York. Rangers advanced in the Stanley Cup finals versus who? I don't Stan? remember.
1: Can't remember. That that year is a blank. Uh it,
0: you know, it's it, you know, it's been a bit of a wash for all of us, but I'll give you one guess.
1: The Vancouver Canucks. Yes, yeah, sir.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, as we all know, that was the end of the 1940
1: chant. That's right. And
0: yeah. I mean, like, oh, uh, unforgettable call. Uh, I, I, I can't remember. Howie uh, Rose. There we go. There we go, King. Yeah. Thank you so hey, much. King coming out of left I mean, one of the one of, one of the most in, in incredible calls of the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs to date, for sure. So, all right. Hockey? I love it.
1: I love these hockey days when they're in the playoffs. It's like it's crushing memories or like amazing memories and oh, yeah, it's just yeah, so but, much. The, oh yeah.
0: There's not anything in between. It's just like it's either you look back with a fond or you just want to like like have Daniels looking at me to just like cold, <laughs> to cold cock me right in the face. <laughs> like
1: yours Ross, I think uh, Lemieux scoring like 15 16 goals against Chicago. Like, that might have been the playoff record for most goals in a playoff series until Sakic broke it, like, a couple years later. Yeah, probably. Eight, right. With 18 or something. And, yeah. and what's kind of an amazing about those records is, like, the only reason Lemieux doesn't have it is just because the team was so good they played less games overall in the playoffs yeah, than another yeah. team. so it's just like mm-hmm. domination, awesomeness yeah.
0: Oh boy and uh, well that looks like uh, that's going to be the only Pittsburgh team that we're talking about today that's Gonna be moving on, Well, we'll save that for a minute. Uh, we, let's move us on to player spotlight, and player spotlight today is brought to you by Mister No Lice, Bryce McMillan, Bryce, take her away.
3: All right, guys. So I mean, I'm gonna talk about Ryan O'Reilly here for a second. All right, Ryan O'Reilly, bah, bah, bah. um, the ex Avalanche, right? The and so, so I want to start off with a quote that he said before the playoffs. And quote unquote, it says, we know that the Avalanche have a lot of talent over there, and they work hard. But for us, it's an exciting challenge. We're going to have some fun, and we're going to beat them. And I think that sparked a lot of fucking controversy around the league. No offense to anybody who's a Blues fan or an Avs fan, but I think at the end of the day, no matter what team you play on, it's talking that big before any kind of playoff series in the NHL playoffs, is it, 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 it's a big step. And he obviously, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn him down here. He didn't, he didn't show up, man. He just did not show up, and I think, um, at the end of the day, we can all agree with that. I'm look, looking at the newspapers after they were eliminated from the series. It was O'Reilly. His performance was absolutely poor. It was poor. The whole team's was atrocious. It, it was, it was really sad to see. And you know, you keep looking at everything. It, it comes down to you know not his effort, but I think the whole team, right? But Brian O'Reilly, he should have showed up, right? Talking all that crap, and so I'm looking at this, and at his whole his whole playoffs, it was four games played, zero goals, three assists, and a minus seven. So he had mm-hmm. literally nothing to say for himself when he was when he was on the ice in terms of producing points, and everything that happened when he was on the ice was bad.
0: At
2: the end of the day, doesn't really like, sound like a lot
0: of fun. That's for sure. No. Oh no. No.
2: No. <laughs> The... I mean, it was fun, just for the wrong team.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely not, definitely not. And and you gotta you gotta take a look at this. And um, I mean, I've got I've got a few things to say about this. Just a few. I mean, for one, just his quote, you know, we're gonna have fun, we're gonna beat them. Like, what do you really want the guy to say? Is that like we're gonna go in, but we're probably gonna lose? Right. You know. But I mean, it is mm. it is a little. Uh, it was a little heavy, a little maybe a little cockier than it should be. Yeah. Just you know, uh, you know, he, he's and like he's. Not normally an outspoken guy He's a level headed kind of player I mean he's the captain for the Blues for a reason And I mean obviously yeah giving your guys some lift But I mean when you're when you're talking to the media, and they did a lot, of, like the Blues did a lot of talking in the media throughout this series. I mean, Berube, oh, yeah. uh yep. complaining about um, he
1: does that though.
0: Oh yeah, Berube. Yeah, Berube's got a big mouth, and I mean, oh geez, uh, complaining
1: about the refs is
2: his mo.
0: Oh yeah, then oh you, yeah. Then you got Braden Shin. You know, I mean, obviously yep. after the Cadre hit uh, no, neither nor there, you can say what you but want, but it's super
2: hypocritical be it. in Berube's part because his guys are being as dirty as. Ours were. They, oh.
0: were they were running at
2: people Like the whole entire worse. They, were, they, were, yeah. they were going at, at Jost Makar uh, Burkowski It was crazy yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Like running legs too Like not not. Yeah. Uh, I mean yeah Kadri's hit was to the head but Yeah we, we all realize that But I mean yeah. The um, stuff yeah. the, the stuff that wasn't called the, That was missed It was definitely I mean You've got Br- Braden Shin running out there Like a madman Just like uh, Aiming for Aiming for knees Heads Basically Basically whatever he wants And then he goes into the media toy Krug. Krug, yeah toy Krug is a huge one as well I mean it goes down the list really and so I mean uh, when you're out there like yeah yeah and still a good physical game but you know when you're out there uh, running guys just as bad as what Kadri did and just not getting called for it and then you go into the uh, go into the media and complain about Kadri's hit and saying oh he's uns- uh, uh, he's insatiable he just can't help himself it's just you know at some point, you guys gotta stop talking and play hard. Right.
1: That's almost like a double edged sword, is kind of what you're explaining. It's yeah. like you do one, but you're also. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, and that's what it is. It's just like, you know, you're going out there and you're playing, you, you, you're you really headhunting, basically. Which, I mean, I honestly thought there was going to be a lot more that came from, uh, you know, Candry's hat hit on Paul.
1: Oh, 100%. Dude.
0: But, I mean, luckily, uh, nobody else got injured as badly as that. And, I mean, you know you know Kim Fox is a good player I don't I don't wish any kind of head hit on him or anything but no. you know it is a part of the game and I mean I, I, I would be saying the same thing on the other side if, if the Avalanche were doing this stuff exactly. you know I mean oh, when, easy. When, when you come out into the media and you you know you're just so outspoken on a very touchy subject like that and you're basically turning around doing another like a completely different thing it's just I don't know I don't have a lot of respect for it
1: no and I Yeah, I can 100% like, not even that, I'll just go beyond that. I can 200% agree with you because it's just ridiculous how Paros and all those guys up in the player safety cannot call something else or they see something else play that the other team's doing. But one thing happens, then the whole focus is around that. Yeah, and it's kind of been hit and miss this whole playoffs. I'm not just talking about that whole entire like game or games. I mean, it's but it was, it's just mm-hmm. been completely hit and miss
0: throughout the whole entire, whole entire playoffs. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the whole season. It's, we won't
1: even touch on that game, but it's a bad precedent when you know it's going to be an inconsistent disciplinary person because then you see those players that are already a little loose and maybe they're taking a bigger risk now because maybe they'll just by sheer luck not get suspended when they should have and it'll affect how they play and it's just wrong like we we know the knock-on effect of not having like consistent disciplinary action um so i think peros needs to get the fuck out of there oh yeah well i mean as we talked yeah. about dude i wish we could have shannon bann back and same with you Kobe. I, we uh, don't yeah, like the say, guy brendan but was doing a
0: way better job than
1: peros at least he was showing videos on why the yeah. dude yeah the explanation and the explanation what like what led them to call right. that specific call to yeah. where Peros is like basically a phantom in the shadows and just calling shots like a god, like it's a mob boss in a sense. You get what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: And we've seen cases like this. I mean, Rafi Torres, for one.
1: Yeah, I remember that one. You know,
0: Rafi Torres, a repeat offender almost every single year. You know, you're always like, you know, Rafi Torres was the Tom Wilson before Tom Wilson. You know, you've always, like, it seems every year you got the Tom Wilson conversation, but back then it was Rafi Torres.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100
0: and when you don't set a yeah. uh, like oh, and we we we've talked about this in past episodes yeah. about the inconsistencies of the de- uh, department of player safety. Oh yeah. We especially more nowadays. Oh yeah. yeah. And so I mean to to go out there and give Kadri 8 games whether he deserves it or not. I mean I mean I I would have probably at least gotten 5 games just because um, he did yes. really put Falk in a terrible position and I mean uh, like uh, a few of us were at that game, and he, you know, Volk didn't move on the ice for a while. So no, I mean,
1: I th- literally thought he was dead. I was at the game, and it was just like, oh my god!
0: Yeah, but uh, but I mean, and then you've got you know you've got uh, you know uh, a bunch a uh, suspension in the Ed- Edmonton Winnipeg series for clipping one game. Yeah, one game. But uh, there was plenty of clipping. Hmm. Uh, there's been plenty of like chances and, and uh, other. Uh, examples of clipping within these uh, playoffs already that you could easily have gone for just as long, or you know, even a penalty. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, but nothing. And then uh, my other point, uh, uh, but I dig- now I digress. Uh, so, like Ryan O'Reilly, you know, you're you're the captain guy. You're coming out here, you know, you're pulling Mark Messier That's type like callouts, yeah. And then you come in and where are you at, man? Right. Where are you at? Like, when, yeah. when, when you're saying stuff like, yeah, we're going to beat him, well, you need to show up as well.
1: And I mean, yeah. let's go ahead. No, I was going to say, and you're minus nine. You're saying this, and you come out swinging, and minus you're, seven. Oh, well, yeah. still, well, I'm calling it splitting nine. hairs. More splitting hairs, but no, he's yeah. on the top side of that almost ten. Yeah, I mean, there's... That's ridiculous. It's uh, <sighs> Nut up or shut up, basically, yeah and situation. I situation. Mean, yeah. I don't think there's yeah. anyone on... Um, st louis other than o'reilly that could say those kinds of things and make those predictions because like you know that guy's got some cred he is an art ross or not sorry uh consmice Consmice. winning um playoff uh stanley cup champion like and he is a he is very good a very good hockey player i'm not it's doubting that We also know from reading articles, I think it was Landeskog when asked, um, did O'Reilly's comments add to the motivation for you guys? And he was like, oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm sorry, do not poke that Yeti bear that's in Colorado Avalanche territory. You will see the monster. And like, (laughs) they showed up and just ran it. Four games. You didn't even win a game. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, that was. Uh, like, <laughs> you look so much more stupid when you can't even take a game against yeah. the Avs, but ahead of time you're saying, like, yeah, we're going to beat these guys. But what were you going to say, King?
2: Oh, no, I was going to say, like, yeah, if you're going to say something like that, like Messi did his before, what was it, was Game 6? Yeah. Game 7, yeah. yeah. Don't say it unless you're very, very sure you have a shot. Like, because especially the first round, so many things can happen. It just is a double-edged sword where if you say that and then you come out and you play like garbage, it's gonna haunt you.
0: Oh yeah absolutely and, and when uh, and, and not only that but it really takes your locker room out of it you know you, you see see this guy that's you know going to bat for us in the media saying all this kind of stuff and then uh, then he puts out uh, you know, uh, very lackluster, you know, that's, that's going to take down uh, morale in the locker room out of 100%. Oh, yeah. And I mean, when you're captain, like, all right, just take a look at, take, uh, just do a little comparison between the two captains in this series Gabe oh, Landeskog yeah. and Ryan, Ryan O'Reilly. <laughs> Gabe Landeskog, first game, goes out there, takes out uh, uh, Brandon Shan. Shan.
1: Uh-huh. Gordy uh, hat trick, yeah. baby.
0: Gordy Hal Hattrick, I mean, uh, all over the ice, a physical, headstrong, heady game. And that continues every single game game two he goes out and he takes and, and he knocks Ryan O'Reilly on his ass game three same kind of stuff he's he's mucking it up in front of the net getting in beautiful tips on goal oh like god scoring, yeah scoring yeah. gigantic goals and where is Ryan O'Reilly he's in this he's in the penalty box for a lot of this that's how you
1: play as a captain like Gabe yeah you don't talk you do and he did everything exactly and the reason he fought shen was because he went after i forget what player earlier in that game yeah
0: uh uh, shen uh tried to clip uh miko
1: yeah and no the call. captain goes right up and takes care of business, yep. and like lets his fists do the talking, followed by his wrists. Yeah. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, and that, and that's the thing too. Like you know, these guys aren't stupid. They hear what's uh, hear what's going on in the media when other people are talking about them. The big one of the biggest questions, other than Grubauer, for the Avalanche was: Can the a- Can the Avalanche play a physical game? And and just going out there, right there in the first period, and, and you know, uh, going fist to cuffs. With uh, Braden Shin, that just shows we are not going to be bullied. Oh no! You know we we can we can get dirty if we want. You know, so all that rigmarole about how we can't play a physical game—he didn't say anything about it in the media. He didn't say that, Oh yeah, we're gonna put, we're gonna play hard, or we're gonna we're gonna go out there and beat their asses did it on the ice, and that is the main, that is the huge difference between Gabe Landeskog and Ryan O'Reilly this year.
3: I agree, and I think also motivated him, too, on his comments was, you saw McKinnon just lay out, I forget, was it Petrenko in the back?
0: Petrenko? Parenko? Oh, Parenko, sorry, Parenko. Yeah, sorry, Parenko. Is that like yeah,
3: yeah. Pietrangelo
1: Perenko? Sorry, Parenko. Parenko. But no, like,
3: you see McKinnon stoucher, and guy just comes up and tries to just drill him and Kenan just was literally just standing still, put a shoulder into his chest and he just went down. Like, I think those comments motivated the physical game for sure.
0: Oh, everybody. I I, I really think that entire abs locker room was super motivated after that. And so, yeah, I mean, player spotlight is a little damning, but I mean...
1: Hey, he deserves all that heat.
0: Yeah, I mean, just like we said, you know, you you gotta talk the talk, you're gonna walk the walk, and if you can't walk the walk, go suck a cock uh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's move on uh seeing how we're already talking about a little bit of playoff hockey let's talk about the other you know other divisions i mean obviously first uh like boston and washington going game five boston winning it in washington in in overtime uh king what do you think man did you catch a lot of any of that series or what what where where are your eyes at on that one
2: I was about half half in terms of the series. I did not catch any of the games in that series. I basically just saw the final scores. But man Washington.
0: It's uh, uh you know yeah. it, it was really uh, like it was really uh, underwhelming, I should say. I mean when you like obviously Boston was coming on really strong after after the trade acquisitions and you know uh, everybody stepped up I mean Curtis Lazar had a goal Nick Ritchie had a goal Craig Smith yeah. was scoring I mean and Taylor Hall not to mention the uh, the perfection line if you want to call them that I mean everybody was adding added to the uh, added to the equation so in in long term it was, it, I mean, it was a huge outing, outing by Boston, and I know uh, Daniel's just, like, staring straight ahead. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, uh, so, needless to say, we've got Pittsburgh and uh, New York Islanders right now battling, and it is not looking good for Pittsburgh right now. So, wh- what's uh, what's the scouting report on New York Islanders versus Boston uh, Bruins playoff round two? Yeah,
3: well, I oh, was wanna-
2: saying... Oh. Go ahead. Follow me. Go for it, King. I was saying, yeah, I was saying when the Islanders and Penguins got matched up, I was saying, like, I I think the Islanders have this. They have the offense, they have the goaltending. And people were like, oh, no, Pittsburgh has a chance. And I'm just, I think the Islanders can go very far. I I mean, like, I know the Bruins, like, I I know the Bruins, they have, like, you know, they have Hall. Now they have uh, all that offense. But I think the Islanders can go far.
0: You know, I, I honestly gotta agree with you. I mean, um, one of my biggest uh, one of my biggest gripes about the New York Islanders was uh, their potential to score more than three goals in a game, and I think we've seen that in this first round. I mean, taking uh, taking the uh, taking Pittsburgh four to one in what game game four was it? And then uh, yeah, I mean, game six right now five to three. It's huge. So yeah. I mean, when you add that uh, stout defense with like goal scoring, it's yeah. it's going to be huge. So moving on to let's go let's go to the North Division then yeah.
1: Can uh, I can I say one thing about this Islanders Pittsburgh series? Oh absolutely. Um, hmm. It's coming down to goaltending, and I mean there's firepower on both sides offensively in this series, but <clears throat> I think the the toughest thing that ever happened was, I bet you they're still regretting to this day getting rid of Flurry in the expansion draft.
0: Oh, beyond all belief. I mean, oh, yeah.
1: like, that guy is still playing outstanding hockey. And we all know the Penguins kind of had to do that at the time because you've got um, Jari, the up-and-coming behind um, what's-his-nuts in now Ottawa. The, the Murray. Murray. Coming who, at, uh, who like, coming played really well. So I understand at the time why they made that decision. But Jari is to blame for that gaff and the game five win and also i think the the going back to x-factor being goaltending i think one of the most unheralded uh people in hockey right now is the goal ca- goaltending coach for the islanders mitch corn this guy mm-hmm. has who has he been dealing with uh varlarmov mm-hmm. who turned his career around.
0: Oh, absolutely. Robin
1: Leonard, who turned his career around. Yep. And now you've got these guys in New York. I don't even really know the goalie's names in New York. I'm I'm embarrassed to say it, but yeah, they're shutting down Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. Yeah. And Jake Gensler. Like, what the hell? Like, that guy knows how to coach goalies so effing well. And I I wonder if that same coach was in Pittsburgh, if people like Jari would be doing better in their career right now. I would imagine. Yeah,
3: totally. And I want to add on to that, too. And I think what you're seeing, too, is a product of – a Penguins team, when you have Malkin and Crosby, I think they have a lot of tread in their tires. They did, but I think right now it just is not a lot left, and so there's not a lot of hot shots like you know Daniel said that are just you know able to conquer a game like Crosby or Malkin can. And usually, you know, you would see these two players conquering the series, you know, and I just think what you're seeing is an aging Penguins team. Um, with Crosby and Malkin, because usually they'd be pulling the kind of thing out. Well, and don't forget about yeah. Latang, because he will send Howitzers. Yeah. Latang as well. It's yeah, good call. Yeah, those so, guys
1: are still getting yeah. their points, but I mean, I agree to an extent for sure. Like it's it's just not the same um you also have barry trotz who's like a defensive coach genius yeah, oh, yeah. i mean it's two yeah. years now in a row these guys have played each other in the playoffs yeah so like i'm i mean they had their number last year now it's just an extension of that and i just think that and the there's...
2: crazy
0: thing oh crazy
2: go thing ahead thing King. Too is that they're... oh yeah yeah sorry uh, yeah. that the islanders are doing this without Devontae, who they had last year
0: and and anders lee yep yeah
1: Wow. But I think it's also just the culture that Barry Trotz just brings with him to every Mm. single team that he goes to. The Caps, I mean... That's also why the Caps don't do as well anymore, right? Yeah, Yeah. no, because they're not as defensively sounded and defensively minded. But, I mean, even with the Preds, look at the Preds now. Mm. I mean, Barry Trotz is a defensive genius, as Mm -hmm. you said. He's good for building teams. Yeah. Especially around his system
0: I really believe that he has a knack For keeping players in the moment And inside their own ego as well Oh, yeah. I mean, look at what he did with uh, uh, Alexander Ovechkin oh, yeah. when he, came, he went over to Washington. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. Ovi was a bona fide prima donna before uh, before Trotz came. I mean, zero back checking. I mean, you still have that. Uh, controller
1: that, disconnected. Yeah, the, the,
0: the famous <laughs> controller disconnect video, which is still uh, outrageous today. But, I mean, you don't see uh, Ovi doing that anymore. And that is a direct result of Barry Trotz. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, being a good two-way player even. If you're on offense and stuff like that, but, yeah, yeah, I, I, I love Trotzi.
0: Well, just being as responsible defensively as you are offensively, exactly. yeah. All right, speaking of the Nashville uh, Predators, let's talk about the Central here. We, I mean, let's, I mean, let's go to let's go to the the Wild one real quick. I mean, the Battle of the Swamp. Well, <laughs> Tampa Bay in Florida. anybody uh, want to hop on this one first?
1: dude it is such a hard heavy physical game this is i love this hockey this series is top notch it's fun it's a fun series to be watching such a fun series this if anybody is out there that's dude either one of these teams could take it they're good enough but to just see the Cats come up and just do what they've done against the defending uh, Stanley Cup champs.
0: It was looking pretty dark It for was,
1: but I knew that, you know, all their players would, st- you know, Hornigvist and uh, Burkhoff, or, um, uh, what was it, uh, well, Spencer Knight came in. So, okay, well, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Like... The, they have the keys that can unlock success. Uh, I don't want to sound like DJ Khalid, I just but want to no. see more plastic rats on the ice. Right. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> awesome. I mean, we could talk about Tampa Bay all day. They've got the same squad that they had last year. They're top-notch.
3: Exactly. I give them the benefit of the doubt, for sure. Yeah. Like, if, if, if one team can come back or just totally dominate a series out of nowhere, it's going to be Tampa Bay. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, for sure.
0: I just think it's such BS how they just bring Stamkos and Kucherov. off in right off the LTR, isn't it such right a stupid
1: it's loophole? Right yeah, it's, it's pretty crafty, eh? That there's no salary cap in the playoffs, so now you have two guys making net like what, fourteen million dollars? Yeah, I think in- there was seventeen million dollars over the salary oh. cap, like heading into Jeez. the playoffs. I mean, it's it's pretty dope <laughs> that they could pull yeah, that it's off. Bringing ringers for sure. Yeah, just the bringing the ringers. I mean, it's like Stamkos seems to be injured like all the time and so it's nothing that new but it's it it was pretty dope to see Kucherov come back from his hip injury and be productive like right away like he was scoring at will all over again no it just took him a minute to get the rust out of his gears and he was a scoring machine because he did it the next game too
0: Alright, this might be a little hockey Illuminati, but I mean, he doesn't look like he was sitting for an entire season. No, I
1: I, I know what you mean, too. I think that was part of it, the business side of it, too. Like, I I definitely see what they did there, but there's i'm not going to talk about that anymore i think you're right the illuminati thing yeah. but yeah. can we talk about how fucked florida is for their like situation in goaltending
0: oh i mean you guys, dude you got you, so you, you know i never thought that was a very good deal anyways bringing yeah, on up UFA huge desperation
2: right there and but I huge mean, goalie ufa deals are always gonna fuck you in the end yeah oh yeah oh. well
1: uh, after you lose Roberto Roberto Luongo, I mean, who's been a top-notch guy for the Panthers. And then you bring in Bob. It's... It's not even an even trade, honestly.
0: I mean, honestly, Chris Drieger, he's played really well this entire season, Mm -hmm. Uh but he hasn't been able to show up in the playoffs either. The only guy that is showing up is the 20-year-old Spencer Knight.
1: That guy is... Hands Dude, down. What the he's hell? He's impressive. Okay, so, like, we talked about Wah earlier, right? Just right. shows up and starts winning. Like, yeah. this guy has not lost an NHL game yet. No. And he's he was playing in Boston College this year. So he just finished the regular season 4-0 and and let in a goal in the first minute of his, of his playoff debut. And I'm like uh-oh, I guess that goaltending situation didn't really work for you, did it, Coach Q? And then, like, he just shut them down for the whole rest of the game. Oh, yeah,
0: it was good night. And yeah. I
1: was just like, oh, my God, this guy. And, and they're saying just around the league he's um, the best goalie prospect in the NHL right now.
0: I mean, he's playing like it for damn Oh, yeah, sure.
1: he's, he's earning his keep, no pun intended. Yeah. But the other thing that's, like, it's just an awkward situation now. You have... How much does Bob make like 7 million a year yeah. at least
0: Yeah like five, yeah. Uh, like 5 a- 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 B I think I think it's more than
1: 5 uh, dude and I think that it, might be turning... for like how long
0: like five isn't years? it like 7 yeah, years and then that's yeah. the other
1: thing it's for so many more years and then it's like oh well you know what we'll do We'll expose him in the expansion to Seattle. Out- oh, can't. He's got a no-trade clause. Oops. Yeah. That, yeah. that situation in Florida is so fucking they shot awkward. The, they, they shot themselves in the foot when well, it was in their mouth, I mean, when they had it, they, honestly. They definitely overpaid, but that's what you do when you're the number one goalie in UFA. Like, you'll get more money than you deserve. Oh, hell yes. But he's not even no. playing well. He, his, he's he, not playing he, like the Bob that was in well Blue Jackets. didn't play well last playoffs either. So, like, dude, I'm sorry, like, that, that's not a good situation in nah. Florida. Like, I love riding the hot hand, Spencer Knight, like, go for it, but that's going to handicap your team for a lot more years to come because you're going to have a Luongo situation all over again. Oh, yeah. You're going to throw yeah. that guy into, like, Buffalo but eat $3 million average per year for the rest of that contract. Just to or get rid like of him. Yeah. Yeah, so it's fucked. But yeah. I love He's that gonna series. Who's that on? Yeah,
0: exactly. No, one, no like uh, no one's going. And and how old Bob is getting? I mean, he's already a little bit over the hill as it is. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna take a look at his last two years and be like, yeah, I'll I'll eat that. Oh I'll eat yeah, that's a
1: surefire care. bet. Yeah, yeah, we'll eat that. Yeah.
0: All right, let's move on to uh, Carolina and Nashville. Carolina and Nashville has been a, a battle. It's oh, yeah. been a battle. I mean, we're, we're talking, like, double trips over time, like, heavy hitting. It's awesome. Uh, I mean, uh, the, the, who, who really saw this coming from Nashville? I mean, obviously, they had a, an incredible end-of-the-season run. But, I mean, when you mm. walk in with a, 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 a pot, one of the possible President's Trophy winners, Carolina Hurricanes, with Rod Brendamore, uh just commanding this stout, very oh, yeah. responsible, lead right. defensive team, and yet they're making a they're making a go of it. So who wants to take this one?
1: I can talk about this one, but do you, do you guys want a chance? I'll get it. Uh, you can go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Okay. Well, take it. That one's fucked. I love that series too. That one is so much fun to watch. Uh, it's just like young kids running around playing for their lives. It's awesome uh you you have in rod we trust that guy is so fucking awesome i love rod brindamore and he has a legit argument for the officiating in this series like this guy actually is saying like we're getting hosed and he's totally right i watched last night's game where carolina won in overtime and the earlier goal that was disallowed was complete bullshit. There oh, was yeah. no reason that was goaltender interference at all. Well, you- and that was after yeah. all of these shitty calls going against Carolina. And you just see Rod on the bench just getting an extra gray hair in the front like every minute of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that gray quaff is getting bigger and bigger. Uh, getting, a,
1: goes- getting a big old racing stripe down his head. So oh, oh, everyone... Yeah everyone knows that um carolina is supposed to win this series it's great to see nashville step up for Mm -hmm. sure i'm glad they've made this an entertaining series but uh, i just love everything that rod's doing in carolina for that team it's it's super cool and i i was thinking about this i was like all right so wait you were you're coaching the team and the last time this team won the cup you were on the team and it yep. reminds me of when Craig McTavish was the coach for Edmonton because the last time Edmonton won the cup, he was playing for Edmonton. And guess who they lost to? The Carolina Hurricanes and I'm like, oh, it's going all meta in my head. I'm <laughs> just like really enjoying Definitely. this series for so many reasons. The hockey Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rod the
2: bod. Yeah, Rob, just, yeah. Looking at B-guy Aho like too. Big guy. Oh guy yeah. in that series.
0: Oh man, and you can never remember when he's picking up that Stanley Cup. He's stomping around, just uh, that, like that's just grabs
2: it from Redman. Yeah, oh yeah, he's like, you <laughs> he want
0: to take your picture? He's just, uh, it's that's pure enjoyment. That's why you watch playoff hockey, right there.
3: Yeah, totally. And it's cool to see Ajo Really, I mean, you it's a rookie. Nothing long ago. He's really formed into a great NHL hockey player. He's doing great and. On top of that, I, you know, I think you mentioned obviously the other President's Trophy prospect. You I mean I wouldn't be surprised if Carolina does take all the way. You mean the abs there? Um, be pretty cool. That's where I kind of feel like their their talent's at.
0: Well, I mean, it's not it's not just that Aho's doing so well or Tarvainen's on a tear. It's I mean, it's a winning by committee yeah, too. It is. Yeah. I mean, on both sides too. I mean, uh, like both of these mm-hmm. guys. Both these teams, they're they're getting deep in their lineup, and yep. everybody's con- uh, contributing. Jordan Stall coming back, huge. I mean, huge uh, game winner the other night. I mean, and you, yeah. you see the fire in Stall like, as soon as he, it goes in. I mean, that's a guy who still wants to win and yep. still wants to play. And then on the other side, I mean, you got—I uh, mean—you uh, got Roman Yossi, uh, Philip Forsberg, and the, uh, uh, other guys like Rocco Grimaldi are stepping in and playing out lights out.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say even our boy, yeah. our old boy, Matt Duchesne, actually stepping up and getting an OT goal.
2: Which is I oh mean, yeah, the OT winner. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like that's just huge. You're just seeing all these just like. Just different key Yes, exactly Key pieces and pickups That they've done over the years That have come to fruition And different moves to like Get these guys
0: And I mean, uh, not long ago You know, uh, Nashville was battling the cap So, you know, this is really just like a uh, Like a team that's been stitched together By ways of, you know, cap damage
1: Exactly And
0: I mean, they're coming in And they're still making a big go of it Yeah,
1: which Uh, is amazing for the series the, the other smart thing that, like, sometimes it's the things your team doesn't do that's really good, not signing Jeff Skinner was such a good <laughs> move by Carolina. Oh Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, my God. Can Wait, you see how much Buffalo gave Oh, him. well, yeah, Buffalo fucking idiots. Well, they gave we Taylor Hall a million dollars.
0: <laughs> get lost yeah right he's like no we're not signing you again you can just uh you kick rocks bud i mean two goals three assists this year for jeff skinner give me a break
1: oh, i mean they Buffalo. did sign taylor hall so uh, which well, also who got two goals and five assists or yeah. Something like that. yeah exactly
0: in, in this yeah in this last in this last uh what uh, did they sign him for eight million yeah yeah Luckily, luckily that's a one-year deal so all right let's uh let's take let's take a look at the north division and <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of laughing <laughs> uh, and maybe I shouldn't be because you know I don't know how many Canadians are actually listening to this and I'm pretty sure after I say this I uh, there will be you know a call for my head but um, extra salty Edmonton and Winnipeg uh, <laughs> good Lord Ken Ooh, wow Ken I mean, Where do you start? Uh, I mean, A, you know, um Grubauer had more points than uh Connor oh, McDavid in, in two games. So <laughs> oh, you got that. No. Uh, and
2: All I, of Us Combines had more points than McDavid.
0: Oh, yeah, for real. And I mean and then you got Drysidle who, you know, he started opening up in like, you know, the second, third, fourth game. But I mean you know, I I the the very thing that I look at with this with this series is game three. Oh yeah. Good. You've got a Florida one lead. You've got oh, yeah. you're in collapsed. control of this game, <sighs> and then two goals in under a minute.
1: Yeah. As Todd Suwalski said, Bear figured out what playoff hockey was about. You're they're hurting huge because bombs out.
0: I mean, it's not even just Clefbaum. I mean, uh, Tyson Perry didn't oh, show right. up at all. Yep. I mean, Darnell Nurse. You know, he was playing hard, but you know, nothing really came, uh, like it came to fruition. I mean, I that was, guy
1: was playing like a lot of minutes every game, though. That guy really. Oh, re- that guy had a good playoff series, in for, my opinion.
0: Forty-three, at least forty-three minutes in yeah, that he, uh, in that game four. That's Yeah, happy.
1: he he uh, broke the record for most minutes by a player in a playoff game by in Edmonton, and it only took like. Five minutes into the first overtime, to do so, wow. like the guy was beating up minutes on the blue line.
0: And like, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you, you gotta feel for a guy like Mike Smith. He's already getting yeah. just a bunch of crap as soon as you know Edmonton signed him at the beginning of the year. Well, I mean, hell, Calgary and, chased him out. uh Well, you, and that's the same thing is that he was chased out of Edmonton to Calgary. <laughs> Now he's getting chased out of Calgary to Edmonton, and I, mean, I guarantee you Mike Smith isn't going to be back next year. I mean, he's the only reason why they stuck in that series uh-huh. for him. He long played as they very could.
1: very admirably. Yeah, I, mean, I will give him that.
0: I mean, first two games, you know, he only lets in two goals, two, three goals. Yeah,
1: no, he, he played all right. I think Edmonton needs to learn how to win a face off. That would help. <laughs> Don't you know. Did you see how many chances <laughs> they were getting off a face-off? <laughs> That's Shit. Oh,
3: that would help. How yeah. do you do that? It's like, 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 ridiculous. How
1: they they go like that. I know, and and it happened like three times a game, and you see Smith just like throwing the blocker out, like oh, it's yeah. a,
0: in pure desperation. Yeah. You know, and, and, what else can he do though? For real. It's I, like, I, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean,
1: no. For real, King, because, yeah, uh, if you're getting shelved like that, that's all it's going to be is desperation saves, basically. Yeah. I mean, I mean th- what else can you do?
3: The puck movement side to side. He yeah. just kind of stuck there. <laughs> he's not going to do much.
0: And that falls a lot on Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Conor McDavid, the two top-line centers, or, you know, uh, Leon Draisaitl when he's not playing wing for McDavid, mm-hmm. yep. you know? And, you know... I'll tell you what, you're not the greatest hockey player in the world if you can't win a game in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I love how, since the playoffs started, the Canucks won two games and Edmonton won zero.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is true. that is true I
0: mean it's just like, like and, and it's almost like a, like it's almost surreal that it actually happened because I mean obviously Edmonton is a huge favorite coming into this mm-hmm. I mean with a you know with a Winnipeg, Winnipeg 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 team that's kind of that's been in disarray for these last couple of years I mean especially it all started when Bufflin left unceremoniously and then it's just kind of gotten like a little bit worse a little bit worse along the lines with I mean a few like good steps along the way I mean the the uh, merchants of Nikolai Ehlers is huge. Sure. Oh I mean, yeah. Kyle Connor coming in mm-hmm. super huge I Awesome. Mean, obviously KFC top shelf. And like I mean Blake Wheeler and Mark Shifley is always uh, just a deadly duo, but I mean you've got yeah, you've got you've got guys like uh you know um uh, Nicholas Harkin is coming in and playing uh solid uh PK minutes. For uh, for Winnipeg, and it's just, uh, they, they really did, all, all they had to do was just shut down McDavid and Dreisaitl, and it was the good night.
1: Which is, all you have to do is shut down the top two scorers in the NHL. Yeah. That's like a hard sentence to put together, and they did it. They mm-hmm. did a really it, good job of it. Exactly. And that series yeah. was a lot closer than the 4-0 four, four, oh, oh, sweep, because there were like what, three of the four games went to overtime? Yeah. Um, and so it's it's disheartening to see Edmonton go out like that. But at the same time, it's been so disheartening seeing the Jets get out of the playoffs the last few years. Like last year was the, the skate on Shifley leg situation, right? Mm-hmm. And he was gone like first four minutes of the first game oh, last yeah. year. And the year before that, I feel like Um, Winnipeg was in the exact same series as they were against Edmonton, but were on the losing end of it. They were in, like, a five-game series, I want to say, and three of the games went to overtime. And Winnipeg deserves some playoff success after the hardship they've been through the last few years. So I see like, a lot of redemption out of this, and I'm super happy for Winnipeg. I think Winnipeg's the best chance for Canada to win a Stanley Cup. I think they're better Agreed. than Toronto for for mm-hmm. Stanley Cup. Oh, dude. Stuff. and Right now. Easy. For depth easy. and everything. Like, depth <laughs> and everything. They yeah. are like... Goaltending. Oh, and even goaltending, yeah. goaltending.
0: Like, yeah, Hellebuck. Yeah, oh, has yeah. been Hallibuck outstanding. Had a great
1: series. Oh, yeah. Oh. But if you're getting scoring... I mean, well, out of every single line and every single person throughout your whole series and your whole team, you you can be
3: unstoppable. I agree. Even when you see Matthews doing what he's doing this year, a great, great fucking year. But even if they were to even go forward, I don't think Toronto even has a great, you know, playoff team at all. So I see definitely, you know, I think the Jets would be the best, you know, option for Canada to win a cup for sure.
0: Well, speaking of Toronto and Montreal, uh, King, we're gonna give you this because you are the Ont- uh, Ontario native here. Uh, what What are you looking uh, yeah. what, what are you looking at in that series? Uh, you want to break that one down real quick?
2: Honestly, just watching Price and Montreal keep his team the game. Yeah. Like it's pretty much it's pretty much been like Price versus the Leafs. Yeah. Because yeah. it's. Crazy. But uh, one thing yeah. I'll say about the Leafs... Uh, go on.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Go what you're gonna it. say? No, no, no yeah. Oh, okay. One thing
2: I was gonna say about the Leafs is that it's crazy, especially like last game where you had like Spezza scoring, Thornton scoring. There's just so much. Every player is contributing. Like it's not just like the big guys. And yeah. especially you're doing this without John Tavares. Yes. And didn't also,
1: correct me if I'm wrong, Spezza come off the bench. And score that goal. I think it was in game. Yeah. The last game. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, where he takes it away from wins. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> and just goes and just puts it in. Just does what he knows what he needs to do.
0: And that's and that's the question I want to ask about Toronto. Uh, I mean I like adding adding these old guys, uh you know, these older, you know, over the old, no, I wouldn't say over the hill, but I mean like uh, a veteran
1: uh, players. What? L- Joe Sorton's yeah. down the other side of that hill. Yeah
0: well longer longer <laughs> than the tooth players. I mean like Wayne Simmons, you got Jason Spezza, you He's so uh,
1: contracts on his tractor. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: the best thing in flip flops, yeah. Uh, I awesome. think <laughs> I, I I wanna know, does uh do you think that uh, do you really think that makes a bigger difference for them in, po- in like uh, past uh, uh, playoff series? Is that adding these yeah. guys with a little more grit and sandpaper? Yeah. Do you think, uh, well, I mean, you kind of saw it with Austin Matthews, like every time he got in a scrum, he's just laughing it off. Do you think that the emergence, the re- reemergence of these guys with the sandpaper is adding to his confidence?
2: Well, it's like, even they put, uh, I think they put, who they put Simmons with, I, I think it was like Matthews and Hyman. Yeah. And one of the, it was a game, game three, I think, or it was a game, game two or game three. And like, that's showing that they're willing to balance it, but they're willing to balance the lines in the best way where like, they put someone like Simmons on there who is not going to fuck around. And yeah. they put like, Flito on the second line, like they like, they're balancing things the right way they're not just putting their top guys all together in one line they're balancing it in a way where you get some skill but then you get some grit with that
0: well yeah i mean you and and, i mean you see that with you know like that line with uh willie nylander and jason spessa and and you know, it's it, yeah. and look at Willie Neilander right now. He's uh, he's electric, bro. Uh, he's got You know, he, yeah. He seems like a, like the Neilander that signed that uh, ungodly yeah. contract. Yeah, what know? was it
2: like six and just a half? Just shutting or all the Toronto Sun critics up. Well, well, <laughs> don't we all? Like wish Simmons is just cowering in fear. <laughs> <laughs> I I gotta tell you guys, going
1: into this season, I did not think Toronto was. Going to do too well because we saw how all of their good young talent was coming off their entry-level contracts, and you were going to have to pay out the butt for keeping all of Nylander and Marner and Matthews together, and oh, yeah. then you already had Tavares on the books for a significant sum of money, oh, yeah. and so. I saw all of these veteran signings to add the grit and sandpaper as like the way the media is spinning the fact that there's not enough money left to sign people and so they're signing people at veteran minimums. Yeah,
0: league minimums. And
1: so when I saw the emergence of Jack Campbell come out of this, I was like, whoa, that is like the best thing to have happened to this team. Because if they didn't have uh, as good, solid goaltending back there... Like, he got a shutout in the second of of a back-to-back situation for them. And now they're firmly in control of that series. He is playing like Matt Murray of the Pittsburgh Penguins a couple years ago... When he went on that cup run. Yeah. And so, like, it's worked out for Toronto. Like, thank goodness like all of those gambles paid off because i i totally expected that you'd be able to just throw Come playoff time, the opposing teams shut down forwards against the top lines of Toronto and it would be done. Yeah, And that would mm-hmm. not be enough because Jack Campbell or Anderson would be letting in goals left, right, and center.
0: Well, especially Freddie. I mean, well, like, uh, well, I, 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 King, you could probably speak to this. I mean, the Freddie Anderson saga continues and continues <sighs> and continues, which
2: I don't they, get. They, they would not be where they are if Anderson was in that, like, that's the unfortunate truth. He's. who knows where he's going to be next season like if someone's going to take like like a backup chance at him maybe but you see how he was even doing in the AHL like he was getting lit up there it's unfortunate like they just weren't going to do anything with Anderson and it's crazy that Campbell's come out so well yeah
1: like way better than i expected
0: and i mean that's huge especially for a guy like campbell i mean uh you know an ahl journeyman just like you know and he's he's no slouch in the ahl that campbell i mean even when he was playing in uh la, LA. you know he just there was yeah. no there was just no way for him to figure into the lineup, right and finally you know this guy gets a shot and boy howdy does oh he yeah does he just make the the best of it? Yeah, and I mean it, it hasn't stopped. And you know what? I, I got to say, like, you know, if the, if the you know if the buds go deep into the playoffs, I mean, you're looking at. Uh, you know, saying goodbye to Freddie Anderson and throwing Campbell down on maybe a, like a, a bridge deal, maybe two or three bridge deal. Oh, easily. I mean, and I mean, uh, they would th- throw him to the uh, throw Freddie to the expansion draft yeah,
1: if they can. If I'm they pretty can. sure he's not protected. So. I don't
0: think he has an NMC, so.
1: Not that that's the solution to get rid of him. No, over the course of this podcast, we've talked about throwing like three goalies on the expansion draft yeah. and like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's already one too many so. well and I mean it's kind of sad going because I'm also a Ducks fan as well I mean just right. seeing Freddie and Gibson being that just playoff tandem that they have been yeah and just to see how Gibson has been doing good with the yeah. Yeah. Freddie, a shitty team yeah uh, and team. oh yeah like he's been great with fucking the Ducks and shit but, I mean, it's, with Freddie going to a decent team, and then it's built around that, like, to be better, and then him to just fall by the wayside like that, it just um, it just boggles my mind. It's unfortunate, too, because, I mean, Freddie Anderson was, like... He was top goalie in the league, like, two years in a row. I think he had, if not the most, very close to the most starts. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he was, like, keeping Toronto, like, legit in contention until Boston came calling, but um it's it's like one of those unfortunate circumstances because you assumed like if you told someone Toronto was on their way to the second round right now and they weren't allowed to watch any games it's like wow that Anderson deal really worked out I guess
0: really stepped up yeah Yeah. and and then
1: you look at who's in net and you're like oh that's not... That was definitely not the plan here at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So...
2: You always... Like, if you told someone what... Sorry for cutting you off. Um, but like, if you told someone what Anderson was up to this season, like, what, how long was it? Five years ago they, they signed him? Yeah. Yeah. cheese. 2016 was five years ago. Um, I know, right? They... Yeah. Like, that wasn't... Like, the Leafs, they got, like, a good few years out of him, but they... This wasn't what... They really had in, in mind.
0: Oh no! And they by, got lucky. No. They just got lucky. By all means, absolutely. And I mean, you know, good on him, and good on him for Jackie Campbell because, I mean, uh, over over these past few weeks, you know, you you've got you've had guys come out of the woodwork just saying how how humble of a guy he is and how incredible of a guy he is. And you know, when you hear stuff like that, I mean, you you love you love hearing that, and and when, especially when you look at how long he's you know. Gra- Grounded out in the AHL, and you know, never, you know, that never give up attitude, and I think you can really see that in his play now. Is that a lot of that mm-hmm. really taught him how to stay in games and play real well?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So
0: I gotta say, good for Jackie Campbell. Yeah. So um, yeah, I uh, so we got one more series to talk about before we uh, before we uh, get on the King's amazing work. Uh, we're talking Minnesota and Vegas. <sighs> Nice I I, I just gotta say right now I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna crack I'm gonna crack an egg uh, If you will (laughs) Crack it Uh, Did not see this Series Even going Five games Really Did not see this series Going five games For who though? For Vegas
1: Like What do you mean? Like you thought Vegas would take care Of business
0: in four? Yeah
1: so, I thought Vegas was going to come in here and run show. And then someone told me, like, Minnesota totally had their number during the regular oh, yeah. season. Like, oh, I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, they're going to make a series out of this. Um, I think Vegas is just a dominant force. But for some reason, you just have these matchups that are super odd. Like, for many years, the Hawks were way better than the Avalanche. But during that span, the Avalanche just kept. Beating Chicago, yeah. yes, and that's like what's going on in this series, obviously. Like, well, not this specific series, but this year, I was like, "Wow, Vegas is the number two seed, and Minnesota, like, they're not supposed to be here." No, and wow,
0: yeah, yeah missing the playoffs yeah. by one regulation. but well, well, the President's uh, Trophy by one regulation win. Wow, yeah, and but I know I see I, I see exactly what you mean because yeah, I mean. The only team that played Vegas well. I mean, the Avs didn't play them well. Um, Blues didn't play them very well. They they got the advantage in both of those uh, uh, regular season. But, yeah, I mean, Minnesota, you know, it took, they took took it to Vegas the entire I just, I mean, you know, Vegas is a playoff team. Yeah. Oh,
4: you yeah. You know,
0: and um, mm-hmm. when, you know, after, especially after game two and three, I mean, when uh, game two, Minnesota has that three-goal lead, you know, in the first period, yeah. and, and it's gone just like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, you know what, This it's it's not happening. But, I mean, I'll tell you what, uh, kudos to the Wild for sticking around and even pushing this thing to Game 6 right now.
3: Yeah. No, yeah. oh, seriously. I mean, I feel comfortable saying if they push this to a Game 6, it's obviously it's 50-50, but they have the momentum if they win two games in a row.
0: I mean, and that's huge. Uh, they've taken two. In the fortress, and I think we all know we've heard stories about how hard it is to play at T Mobile Arena. And I mean, we've seen that several times, yeah, throughout their you know three year, um, you know, yeah. and, and it And it, it looks really, especially in the playoffs, it looks really damn hard to go in there and steal a win, yeah. But here comes Minnesota, steals the first game and then steals game for uh, game uh, Four. five, five,
1: yeah, yeah, five, yeah. <laughs> because they're good they're immaculate at home minnesota has been all year oh my god and it just seems like they kind of turned that on even more so in the playoffs to where they just they let it flow over in more of like the away games in a sense tour they were kind of hit and miss on the away games well, yeah, and all they, of that
0: i feel like yeah they just like uh empty everything they've got out on home ice and then exactly when, yeah when they like when they when they stroll somewhere else they're like oh oh we have to play it. we can play in our own stadium
4: right
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> so I, and and the uh, another thing i'm going to say about the minnesota wild i mean um You've got that whole Dean Evanson, uh Zach Parise drama you're dealing right. with right now. Mm-hmm. Parise goes out and scores a goal in game five right. to, t- to tie it up. All uh, obviously in spite of Dean. Right. I mean, it's it's clear. Like, like I mean, uh, last game, how many how many uh, uh, power play minutes did uh, Parise play? None. None. You know, but but then you've got Joel Erickson X stepping up huge. Yeah, um, real Prezoff has finally kind of broken through, but he is dude. He's made some very rookie mistakes. Oh sure, that one
1: series. that Flurry punched out of the air should have gone in. Like if Flurry didn't get that lucky. That was a game of inches right there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, I mean, no, that's hmm. hockey. Maybe. I just,
1: I also did not see Cam Talbot playing up to the, the offensive standard. level yes. that Vegas brings every night.
0: Well, no. yeah, you listen, you listen to no. any analysts, Are We boring you there, King. <laughs> I'm just <Sorry>?
4: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
0: just, uh, I, I, like you, you heard it all season. Like, is Talbot really even the answer to the goaltending woes in Minnesota? And he walks into the series, and he's keeping it yeah. competitive. So, Is, I, is Patches back? Patch, uh, uh no, I don't think so. So
1: that's probably yeah. a factor here, too, because he was their leading goal scorer in the regular season, I believe.
0: Yeah, oh, no, he yeah, uh, Patch, yeah. He
1: went out in April, right?
0: Uh, like uh, the last. Was, co- it early, was it earlier? It was the last couple of games of the season, and you just haven't seen Patrick any mm. since. I mean, I, it's got to be a nagging, nagging injury. Yeah, but then you got you know guys like Chandler Stevenson like what, like s- setting up in patcheretti's uh, stead and looking like a Pacharetti esque player when you see like uh, Chandler Stevenson coming in for basic PK duties. Yeah, and now him and mm-hmm. Stone are lighting it up, and I mean just the fire that Stone's got in his eyes through the out this entire series is that's. Uh, take notes, Ryan O'Reilly. That is the way a captain plays uh, playoff hockey. That's
1: right. It's oh. a good series. I'm, I'm, forever hopeful. I'm in Vegas next week, so like I'm kind of thinking like, uh, I was devastated. I thought the Vegas had the higher seed, so I thought like games one and two were going to be in Vegas, but I think. Right. Games three and four are in Vegas. Yeah. So I'm yeah. gonna. I think I'm gonna miss being able to go to that stadium, which is too bad. Oh uh, yeah.
0: I mean, I mean, like I said, like I, I'm not a big fan of the Vegas Golden Knights. Don't ever say I am, or I may fight you. <laughs> you might have a little, like, some crippled, like, hands at your face. I don't know. But uh, you know, you got it, it's a damn good fan base, and you know they bring it when they go to the fortress. So. It's gonna be interesting and I think it uh, as as of right now I could definitely see it going to seven now and I and I, I sit corrected, if you will. And for
1: You're welcome. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> you're welcome. And I mean I want a Toronto Boston series just cuz. And I want a Vegas Colorado series just cuz. I think those I was teams just, just so much up. last year. Yeah. yeah, I,
0: and it can still happen. I it clearly could, can still yeah. And I mean Especially, you King. I mean, both, uh, I mean, being a Toronto Maple Leafs fan and a Colorado Avalanche fan, that's just, that's incredible. Oh, know I, I,
2: I, I, I'm not a Leafs fan, I'm not a Leafs fan. Oh,
0: okay, well, you li- well. I, I, I
2: just I live in Toronto. Oh, okay, Toronto.
0: well, isn't that the misconception that every dumb American throws down? Oh, nope. you're from about, Toronto, you're a Leafs fan, aren't you?
2: No. That triggered him.
0: Oh yeah, he's like he's, he's right <laughs> on that too. He's no. like,
2: Oh yeah, no, no, I wanna like right specify like no I'm I'm only I'm r i am i am only i am i have a sprite or die.
0: Oh that a boy uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like oh you shut your fucking mouth right now. I ain't no Yeah, kid. no I
2: got offended. And I'm like, I'm like, it's alright. Don't all right, don't involve at least with me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I mean wow, uh some great playoff talk, gentlemen. Um let's oh, yeah. uh let's let's get to the brass tags here, but uh King uh Let's let's get into you, bud. Uh, um, we love finding out about new uh, aspects of hockey. You know, something that'll kind of you know turn us on to. Uh, you know just different uh, different stories around hockey and uh, and um, mm. when Dan came uh, came a calling and saying hey man you, we've got this king guy he's he's doing some great stuff on um, uh, on YouTube with you know real real nostalgic historical kind of hockey clips and stuff and we you know it piqued our interest so can you uh, can you just kind of like break down a little bit of your background and how you know maybe how this uh, nostalgia is kind of uh, came came about?
2: Yeah, so I was a film student and I wasn't until I graduated because that's usually how it works. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, And I, as part of that, we got uh, like all the Adobe stuff for free, like all like Premiere Pro, After Effects. And my goal, I mean, like I'm doing it now, uh, screenwriting and directing, but I always wanted to do... Something related to hockey, and I kind of saw like there's so much content on there, like urinating tree, um, mm. stuff like that. And I love Defunctland. Like I don't know if any of you guys yeah. or any listening knows Defunctland. Kevin Perjurer, and just how in depth he goes into his stuff, how funny it is, how insanely good it is and I thought like there's just so many moments in hockey history there should be something like defunct land for hockey right on, and yeah. so yeah like like there's there's always like some stuff out there there's billions of YouTube channels but I thought someone should be doing something like that these mini documentaries that are all around YouTube with like the lo-fi music in the background oh, and like yeah. the hi can you uh, Use uh, my code for uh, what was it, Squarespace or like uh, <laughs> stuff like that. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I don't know if Squarespace is listening if they'll give me uh, like, uh, what do you call it, A sponsorship or whatever. Hint,
0: hint. please. Come on,
1: come on.
2: Give all of us like sponsorships. Um, yeah, oh, that it's fine.
0: beautiful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I kind of like that. That's where it came from. I just really wanted to do. Something like that, and the first thing that I wanted to do was uh, the story of how the Colorado avalanche were going to be called the Rocky Mountain Extreme.
0: Oh, that's a great <laughs>
2: story. And aesthetics, which is where I spent a good ton of my high school years because I had no life. Um, <laughs> sorry to, everyone, sorry to aesthetics. That I know it's a slogan idea. You know like where high school students go and they have no life um um, but I I love aesthetics and they did a little series about like hockey design in the 90s and they touched just a little on that and they showed some of the logos and I thought this is a story that people should know so I worked on it a bit I didn't have this mic yet, so if you listen to it, it's very, very, very shitty mic quality. (laughs) And one of my videos is, like, I think my, my two early ones are very, like, you can hear me, but it's very, very bad mic quality, and I literally just had my earbuds, recorded it, put it all together over a few months, and yeah, like, it's just all the idea of just doing these like little obscure moments and just like getting the story out
3: well king regardless of you know the hardships which you've been through everything you have a lot of great views and one thing i like to point out is you don't hit on topics that are just you know just really cliche like playoffs and players and those kinds of things you really focus on these really abstract topics like you just said the Avalanche, maybe being the Mile High Extreme, but you also go into logos, um, and you're also looking at you know my one of my favorite stories was the Hampton Roads, that was great, and so right you, else, yeah. yeah, you so you really just take on all these different topics that are just you know not really common, so I think you're really abstract with that. So kind of take us through your mindset of how you create these ideas for your videos.
2: I wrote kind of like an article about the hampton roads rhinos because there was barely anything about it out there like i think there was like one news report and like from like 1997 and i it was pretty much the same idea i thought someone should cover this like this is really like the fact that there was almost an nhl expansion team in norfolk virginia <laughs> right seriously my like the, the, the famous the famous hockey hotbed of norfolk virginia <laughs> oh yeah in the 90s and like and it's like okay so what was this team gonna be called it was gonna be called the hampton roads rhinos and there was gonna like teal and purple and you're thinking like whoa like in your mind you're thinking like whoa this is awesome but also why doesn't anyone know about this right. and the fact that like yeah the dude behind the charlotte hornets george jen Literally was like, yeah, like there should be an NHL team in Hampton Roads called the Rhinos and the mascot should be called Rocky With the word hockey in it. And, and there's just all this stuff Like there's a news clip and I, I used it in the video. There's a news clip of him where he after they didn't get the team as well, I mean, there's no Hampton Roads Rhino, so obviously that story doesn't have a happy ending. Wait, there is isn't? Where, <laughs> I know, no, it's a shocker. I was <laughs> thinking in my own head like a, like where's uh Hampton Roads in the playoffs? Sworn um, and then
0: could have sworn they were playing yeah. the Islanders this
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's like 3-2 games, right? Right. Yeah. Um anyways, but there's a video of him on some Hampton because Hampton Roads is like the area where norfolk is and it's like kind of like where people say the greater toronto area the this like hampton roads and there's this clip of him on a news station where they're saying well so you didn't get the expansion team what's next and he's like no we're definitely going to get a team hampton roads is going to be an nhl city and it's just insane how adamant this guy is that there's going to be an nhl team a major league sports team in Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah. No. And that not only did he not get a hockey team there, he tried to move the Charlotte Hornets there also. <laughs> and that he basically figured, well, well since the N- hockey team didn't work, uh, since I want to move the Hornets, I'm going to move this team. I'm going to try to do the same song and dance, but with an NBA team. And, like, this is after, wow. basically, he got, like, like, I don't want to say exposed, but where they saw this would not work having a team there with like, I think there was like feuding all the little cities that make up Hampton roads were like feuding and seeing like, like stuff with like money and like, now he's going to do this again with an NBA team and it's just, yeah.
3: That's so awesome, well, dude! Your tenacity and your research is so yeah, is it's really so good. cool. Like you just really get into the nitty gritty. I really appreciate that about you. Is it just you who makes these videos, or do you have a little <laughs> bit of a team to go on here? Tell us about that. So,
2: so right now it's just me that makes the videos and like it's like I do the narration. I, I write up like kind of like a script of what I'm gonna say. The last one I did was an adaptation of an article by Nathan Gabay. And like, that's one of my favorite hockey sites, because this guy does more research than I've ever done. This guy, like, I don't know if anyone here is familiar with, like, I mean, you're familiar with Nathan Gabay. I I showed you, I think. I am. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Majority uh, of us probably
3: aren't, but I'm going to look into it from now on.
2: This guy does like this, this expansion. Stuff these like huge essays, and he's done some stuff on the hockey subreddit where, like, he was saying, like, is it true that Mike Ritchie was named the most handsome guy in Denver? (laughs) Because there was there was there was a a long like I I don't know if called a rumor, but like uh, uh, an urban legend that he was named the most handsome guy in Denver, and then he actually went digging, like. Did someone actually award him this? Is this true? And uh, I don't know if you want me to give away the answer. Do tell. Do Do tell. tell. Oh. (laughs) the It's similar to the Mike Keenan story with the Blues where someone said it as a joke in the paper, but no one actually really awarded him the most handsome guy in Denver. But retroactively, I'm going to say that he probably was and he deserves that award. I know he was a ladies man
0: out <laughs> I'm, here. I'm going to go out on oh, a yeah. limb as a Denver native and say that's a damn truth. Yeah, if not, <laughs> it, it should be the bar. it should
3: be the best nose in Colorado. Oh,
0: <laughs> Truly, my God. Uh, like, Oh, yeah. Along <laughs> that's along, with, uh, along with Adam Foot. <laughs> oh yeah, jeez. And Goose uh, and Big Alexi Sauce. Goose
1: so king, my question to you wearing your Denver Grizzlies jersey, have you gone back and tried to re I guess bring to light some of the Denver Grizzlies like games and stuff that was that are out there, because I know Cause it was they, they were like an exp- like they they had immediate success here. Oh yeah. yeah, And then they won back to backs after they won back to backs once they moved to Utah In different cities. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's like one of the only hockey clubs that I know that has ever gone from like one city for one year won a championship then gone to the next city won another championship yeah like, that's pretty with, rare um, without yeah. missing a beat like you had tommy solo and ned i mean obviously and
2: ziggy paul the uh, regular yeah. season oh yeah yeah, yeah ziggy this is going to become a Ziggy Palfy jersey at some point. Oh, good man. good man. Good man, good man. I've got, At some point, this is going to be Ziggy Palfy.
1: I'm waiting for my uh, solo and my Palfy here right now. I was so. we
0: weren't salivating at that sweater. But day.
1: that's what I want to know, is have you found anything Grizzlies-wise? And have you tried to kind of
2: try to format it to I'd, bring it to light? I'd like to. Like, this is more kind of on a tier where I've been... Like I have a bunch of NHL jerseys in my closet and then I I'm a sucker for minor league, minor league jerseys. Like I'd love to get my hands on an old school uh, Orlando Solar Bears jersey. Like I all know the some ones people. With, like, nice. I know the some legit people. <laughs> it's a good jersey. Yeah. Wait, you you have one? No, I
1: know some people. Yeah, you're no. the oh, you know, like, Yeah. Jersey I've guy. I've got uh Detroit Vipers, IHL Howe <sighs> jersey, I've I've got a bunch of IHL, like, official, like, Grizzlies jerseys and stuff, too. But I talk to those guys all the time. All the time. So if you want one, we we can can work something out. (laughs) If you want to pay the coin for it. (laughs) The thing I like about what you're doing is it seems like you are making the video of the result of the rabbit hole that a lot of us have gone down. Like, for example, you've got an awesome video out there about trying to uncover the urban legend truth behind, is Mike Keenan responsible for vetoing the Trumpets jersey right, before there, it goes on the ice? Yeah. Yes. And again, that's Gibby, like, his article doing a lot of that yeah. research too, but you're bringing that to a new medium for people to watch it online and that's people that are probably like me googling it for the first time finding your video then getting to watch that video and saving us a lot of rabbit hole time but in the in the process you're you're so thorough with the research that it's like a one-stop shop it's like I don't need to go anywhere else you you have it all covered here and So I I thank you for doing that because I think it's it's so much fun to go down these rabbit holes and figure out all these random trivia as a result of it. So uh, have you figured out what your new project or topic might be for your next
2: thing? Well, I have, uh, like, might be tomorrow, might be the next week where i have uh with uh, one of you gents uh, jersey thursday yeah and that's going to be kind of like a series uh that i'm doing because i like it's kind of the idea like like a show and tell of jer- like you're all wearing jerseys i'm wearing a jersey and everyone has a story of how they get it or how they got it and it's like in kindergarten when we used to just like have like show and tell and like talk about how like why it's important to us and we all like we all have a story of like I have a story of how I got this I was looking for it all of you with your jerseys and that that's Something I, I really wanted to do for a long time just to show where people are legit talking about why This the jersey that they have is important to them, but in terms of nostalgia, which uh has been kind of on hold for a number of reasons for a while um, I want to do something, and it's something I'm just kind of passionate about, especially with the NHL coming back to ESPN, with how the NHL markets itself in pop culture. And there's a few, I know what uh, me and Danny we were talking about, uh, something related to that, but just in terms of hockey and music, hockey on, like, let's say when Gretzky was on SNL, when Lindros was on Arsenio, and we don't have that. Right. Like, right. he just, like, because uh, we're, I was talking with you about uh, the hockey sock rock when like Esposito and like Alan and a couple of Rangers, they were just singing this cringe that's right, song. That's right. That's there right. Jeans,
4: so <laughs> no, no, that's jeans
2: was another. Jeans was a commercial, I think, but it was like around the same era. Wow. But, but yeah, that would be amazing. Like just to, cause yeah, uh, yeah. It's just so. It's just. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh no no no, no, no. um. Like, the NHL, they just have shot themselves in the foot so many times with just seeming cool. Like, they, like, get, like, I mean, kiss is kiss, but, like, there's so many acts you can get for, like, winter classics. It's, like, uh, I I know, like, we all don't listen to this kind of music maybe we do, but, like, Ariana Grande grew up being a Florida Panthers fan. Why doesn't the Panthers or the NHL get her on board to do some stuff? Makes sense. It's, like, no, it does. Yeah, and I knew that. There's like... so many, yeah, so many areas that they could be doing better to not have like the the just old hockey guys just talking about stats, and or like the same interviews all the time versus oh yeah we have to get pucks in the net, we have to get shots, um, you know, uh, we've got to get the pucks out there. Like there's so much more personality they could be doing. Like uh, I. I really want to see that Ilya Brizgalov become like that's that's my current goal. <laughs> oh, I, a... I want I want to be on TNT. Yeah, he like, needs
0: to be on TNT. The, that new Don Cherry of TNT, but uh, Brizzy style. You
1: know what? I could 100% fuck I would, with that I would, I would honestly. See that, eh? no. and
2: that angry ass man, It would be so <laughs> entertaining. Oh, he yeah. would. Like, he's done, yeah. Hes done some stuff with the I, I literally just did a whole Twitter thread about this that did not get any traction at all unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. maybe this can help get traction Um, but he he's like people have seen him as like this guy that's like just like kind of I don't know I don't want to say weird, but he's so legitimately self-aware. like he's like like he, like he's smart he, like he knows what he's doing. He was on Sportsnet uh, a couple of years ago, where they said like they were trying to make fun of him, and he took it in stride, and he was self-deprecating, and we don't have that in hockey.
0: I fully agree, and uh, and and yeah, I mean, I remember seeing this one interview with uh, with Brazy. He was talking about you know existentialism and, and like yeah, it's it just like you know. When, when you think of a hockey player you don't think like this guy's thinking about the uh, wonders of the universe and where he fits in this like tiny little bubble or being a speck of dust on this planet so i totally see where you're going and i, I fully back that up so hashtag brizzy for tnt for sure that would be great um what i
1: sitting next to Wayne gretzky oh he, yeah he just signed oh, a deal yeah. with tnt i don't yeah, know if you heard yeah. but yeah well, he can like you imagine that
2: Briz and Gretz. Briz and Gretz,
0: there you go. And
2: uh... Briz and Gretz. Uh, who else? I want Lauren Gardner to be a national host. Like she's uh, fantastic. I mean, like it might be avalanche bias, but like she's fantastic. Well, she's good, but you can't have her. I'm kidding. <laughs> she, she's too easy on
1: the eyes. I'm kidding. You know the other thing that was like forgotten about was there was like this period during the '90s, early 2000s, where like all the hip hop. Artists would wear hockey jerseys. Oh yeah, Snoop Snoop Dogg. Snoop Snoop Tupac, Dogg. Tupac. Tupac, LA King jerseys. It just dude. went away. Yeah. It just stopped, and that's too bad because it was dope seeing those guys. Oh, yeah. in
0: an Ottawa Senators sweater. Yeah, uh,
1: you got Tupac in a Wings jersey. You're, yeah,
0: yeah, and that's one good thing that LA has done. I mean, they, they've uh, for the past couple of seasons they've had uh, Snoop come on and do. Uh, play by play.
1: It's so entertaining. Oh my god, they had yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, what's you oh. know that
0: guy that's like what? Oh, uh, little John. Uh, yeah, yes. uh,
1: yeah, he uh, was, no, no, no. Uh, he was, was in
2: Vegas, right? Yes, he, he did that. He was a huge Thrashers fan. Like he oh, was yes. like the only Thrashers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it's because they're from Hot Lanta, where that's he's awesome. from. But no, yeah. I just love how you get Snoop Dogg on there. So he's just following the puck, Izzle, down to the shizzle in the corner, Izzle. (laughs) No, it's not like that, but no. It's just great that, like, he's actually on there and, like, promoting it. it, And he had commentary
0: on NHL 2021. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a smart idea. (laughs) It's a smart idea, and it doesn't do any sort of detriment to the league. It's not like it's, like, for parody or joke or anything. I mean, uh, it's... From what I can tell, Snoop is actually a pretty big hockey fan.
1: Oh, he's a huge Kings fan. Best friends of Martha Stewart. <laughs>
0: and I mean to to oh, do yeah. something like that where you she what, where you she bring had... out uh, you know like these pop culture icons and what like what uh, they've done in pop culture is a great idea. It's it's huge and it kind of it reminds me of you know the likes of like Brent Harvey you know who directed Ice Guardians who gave us a whole new outlook mm-hmm. light uh, shed a whole new light on you know uh, enforcers and goons.
4: Yeah. Yep. And
0: I mean even you know, Kane Van Gate you know with his uh, it, with his beer league. Uh, you know, a faux parody slash, like, documentary, and, I mean, even to, uh, maybe a lesser extent, Jay Baruchel with Goon. Sure. You know, they're, they're they're bringing a a new eye and, um, uh, an aspect uh, on the, like, to look at hockey in uh, a more, uh, a more, Accessible kind of way, yeah. if, if yeah. for the lack of a better they're, word.
1: Uh, yeah, it's almost like it's accessible, but they're in, in a point. With some of the movies, they're twisting it in a in a sense. You get what I'm saying. To kind of just yeah. fit like that happy good feel good right. like kind of like aspect of like movies. Well,
0: and bringing a semblance to exactly like, uh, to, yes, you know, kids these days or you yes. know people who maybe don't know much about hockey, but you can watch this. You can watch these documentaries or this, these movies and You you have a really even good time have
2: been to new mighty ducks tv show yeah,
0: yeah. exactly yeah you, yeah you can watch these right. shows and these documentaries and like not only have a good time watching it and you know have a few laughs and be entertained but you also Hmm. Get gain a new perspective on hockey and learn a little bit about the game as well. Yeah. So I see a lot in what you're doing now is is what that is. So that gets yeah, you know, created to me. That's uh, that's it's, it's really huge, and I think it's it de- definitely something just like you said that's been lacking from uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, uh, the NHL's uh, uh, press or you know uh, just you know reach.
1: They're too yeah. uptight, right? Yeah. I mean. If it's I, I culture. Go, what are you going
3: to say go? Well, I was going to say about pop culture in general. I just, in talking about the hockey jersey itself, I mean, I'm just surprised that, you know, nowadays you don't see more people walking around with more just hockey jerseys on as a fashion statement. You know, it's, talking about pop culture, you know, we, we talk. we referenced, you know, Ice Cube, Easy e and then you have, you know, mm-hmm. other, other, other guys who, even Justin Bieber who rocks a fucking... You know Toronto Maple Leafs jersey 30, all the all 30, the time. Yeah. Like that, like oh, okay. I'm surprised hey, that I mean celebrity level, and if you go down to the community level, that hockey jerseys aren't a big part of pop culture and just a part of yeah. the style. It's just amazing to me. They're a great asset, I think, to style. Yeah, especially if
1: you got them, to just flaunt them. Well, like, and if you make it like oh, a Oh, I wonder couple... who
0: that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much all of us. In oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, poor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guarantee you at least all of us could, you know, wear a hockey jersey for almost every day. But of the do you week. got the
1: kicks I and could, all that to go, go with of them? Of the year. I never wear kicks. I don't need down. them. Yeah, that's true. It. That's true. <laughs> but, I mean, I talked to um, Todd Radham and um, Chris Creamer on one episode and Chris Creamer does um, sportlogos.net. Todd's done like logos for pro sports teams. And he says um, like the hockey jersey is the best sport uniform because it has the most real estate space. And you yeah, can... It's a canvas. Cr- yeah, it's like a blank canvas. And you can do all these different things, whether it be like the crest and patches, or the striping pattern, or the lace, yeah. and there's just so many different ways that you can like incorporate style into that compared to the restrictive area of like a basketball jersey, for example. Or mix and yeah.
3: a match like jerseys and socks, you know, sure. like you can definitely do yeah. all those things. Yeah, but
1: the thing that the NBA does so well is they have so many different types of jerseys and um, Heritage Night or uh, City Night or something like that. And then the other thing that they do, and this is not just um, the NBA, I think of hockey as like, there's four major sports in North America. There's baseball, football, basketball, and hockey. And hockey's like the redheaded stepchild
0: no matter what it, Max Kellerman wants to say that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: all of those other three sports also allow like other ways of self-expression. And only this year was it the first time that the NHL allowed hockey skates to be painted in yeah, any way yeah. for the Willie O'Reilly. For the Willie yeah. O'Reilly yeah uh situation where it was during black history month Yep. it was a partnership with bauer and it was with the bauer athletes and they gave them to like i think 15 or 16 players and so that was like the nhl's foray into this whereas in all the other leagues you've got players wearing cleats or shoes maybe they even have their own shoe line maybe like they, they, they yeah they yeah. get they do all yeah. of these things and that's all part of bringing in new fans and the nhl is so behind in yeah. that regard and they would do real well on um taking the next stride from that Willie O'Ree, ex- mm-hmm. like only Bauer, only a few athletes, only during the f- one month of the season, only worn Special during occasions. like two, three games, and like yeah. really start growing that out. Branching out, you know. And just, um, yeah. And so I think like that is needed in the NHL as and, well.
0: And well, just to echo mm-hmm. that whole point and um, how you know a jersey is a blank canvas. I just learned something really neat about the uh, the Florida Panthers jerseys that um on the on the arm with the patches where they have you know like the uh what what is it the um i think it's like the state crest or or which one are you talking about the home in a way like this current one this current current one one. Uh, okay current one um for the uh for the captains and the alternate captains they actually have a little bar that goes above that that says oh, captain. yeah on the insignia
2: yeah.
1: yeah on the insignia because yeah. he was a part of uh, i think uh, he wanted to keep it more nautical. Oh, well yeah. it's a nauticals mm-hmm. but he was a part of, of some sort of the military L- and he the wanted Navy to kind of just Navy? i think well, it was it, it, it could have been yeah. honestly but it, he just wanted to correlate that in hockey <laughs> Which, honestly, I thought was, like, the coolest thing and in the been, world.
0: And it's been around since the, those jerseys have been around. Oh, yeah. And I, I just and learned about this. Dude, so those I,
1: things are slick. And it, as soon as he released that design and it's, just what he wanted to do, yeah, I was like, go ahead, fucks with it. I just, yeah, yeah
0: I think it's really cool. That that's, like, one little thing that, you know, the Panthers took a step out and just added to a jersey.
1: You want to know when I found out just, like, the other day that, and it's from a jersey that's been out for over 20 years, the Buffalo Sabres Goat Head jersey, okay? Yeah. Yeah. When you look at that thing, the striping pattern on it is a silhouette of a buffalo head. Really? Yeah. That blew my mind when I saw it. It's so cool. And I was like, I'm going to have to see this, like, like, one of the, like, ones that, took a while for people but they got it was like the atlanta thrashers when you hold it oh it's wings yeah. right like they've like got the that stars wing.
2: with the the star exactly. the, the Rocky like mountains th- there's some that are yeah. kind of
1: obvious but the the yeah. sabers red black goat head situation always looked like a little bit weird how it curved and somebody on mm. our hockey jerseys posted this just like two days ago or so and literally like did anyone ever notice this I don't think anyone claimed that they had seen that before, and I was like, "Damn, man! Hockey jerseys are so cool. Like, like the you can thought, hide so much stuff in there." No, yeah. the mm-hmm. thought that goes into that with the yeah, as the striping, the designs, the actual like crest on the front, like you can hide so much shit in there.
2: Uh, it's a beautiful yeah. thing. I love it. Yeah, even this, like the scratches. Oh, dude! Yeah, like that's yeah. super unique. It's awesome. Yes.
1: Like, well, that and like I, one thing I love about those Denver Grizzlies jerseys, they actually had claw marks on the actual back numbers. Like, yeah, the, like the scratches. The, yeah, yeah, the scratches, and those were actually stitched in, and they actually made it per, you know, player number, what, what have you. That was oh, the eye so cool. on ice specific, like <laughs> shit. That's but, so
3: epic, you know, and you I know, I think King, it. you. You had an episode talking literally about, you know, eccentric NHL logos, right? Mm-hmm. And so, oh, you know, yeah. I, as a Colorado abs fan, how do you feel about the foot? The Yeti foot being a big logo on the jersey one day? I, I, I miss I it. it. I want it. I want it so badly. I think yeah. that maybe the reverse retro would have been better with the Yeti foot on it. I'm just saying. But how do you feel about that?
2: And maybe not. I like... like- I get, I get why they're changing. I they want to like kind of it came to that era where they were um, trying to like have the Rockies uh, tie-in, but that foot is just like like it's like that says this is the Colorado Avalanche, this is is uh, like you know what I mean. And yeah. I know I know why they got rid of it. I know they want like I said the they wanted like a Rockies tie-in. They wanted like a more like Colorado time but i i miss it if they ever do reverse retro again which i hope the nhl does i'd love to see it come back in some way oh hell i'll buy fucking yeah it's just awesome it's just like a, a perfect a perfect like it's almost like the pause. just like at some point they thought there has to be a yeti foot as the patch and they just kind of ran with it
0: I I feel like that's more iconic than even the actual regular ABS logo. To be completely honest with you, oh yeah, just just in my just in my opinion, bring back howler. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, the, see the thing is, you know, we we get talking about these aspects, and what's cool about what you're doing is that you are exposing these to a broader range of yes. people. In which, I've got to say, I I, I thank you so much because you know, on the on this podcast, we kind of, just like I said, we try to you know to explore new aspects and different sides of hockey and stuff, and you're you're doing the same thing and like in, in an incredibly entertaining way. So I mean, all uh, all respect due to you, man. I, what, what, what you've been doing so far is great, and what I you're planning you, yeah. on doing is awesome as well. We're excited to see yeah. what you do
3: again here in the future, man. Make you only yeah, you're starting out just yeah. now.
0: We're excited for you.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, thank
0: you. we, I, might, we might actually have to have you do a uh, uh, jerseys on the bench video, dude. Oh
1: hell yeah! You know what? I might even have to tag team some of them. Uh-huh. If you bring up a Grizzlies jersey, I yes. We'll have to Please You come, you come like out a dual, I want to see your Niedermeyer
2: jersey Like a
0: dual oh. uh, Dual jerseys on the bench video That'd Yes. Be pretty sweet No You do no, have
2: to wait Till I like, get my Palfy uh, no, Customization No And that's fine oh, like, yeah.
1: No I I have got all
2: day to wait bud. Hey but, King Do
3: you have a, uh, The new Colorado Eagles jersey yet?
2: no I don't and I want to get it like the, the, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the di- he's like the no new, the
0: new home one the diagonal just no, like yeah, the old. The they're craziest. pretty epic
2: for um, the diagonal one, yeah, I love the. I mean, I have oh, the avalanche blueberry. Oh
0: yeah, and, well yeah, and the Blueberry Which Blue. one, the home, home and away, or the, or the, the alternate? Home, well, the, the, the
3: home uh, they did this season. They came out new jerseys this season. Yeah,
0: yeah. the diagonal, oh, yeah. uh, the diagonal blueberry is the home for the Eagles now, and it's just, it is, complete. it's fire. I hey, love it's that. clean.
1: I almost that is just wanna, perfect. I almost want to get that more than the jersey that they did last year, that you got.
0: Uh, oh, oh the uh the uh, uh affiliation yes uh, the affiliate yeah, which that one, that one is felt dude yeah absolutely like
1: when the hockey guy opened that thing up and he just goes
2: "Hun, hun," and That's, just walks yeah. off
1: camera and just completely forgets like uh, everything yeah
0: well we might have to get one out to you here here soon king um well i gotta say dude um it, it's been a blast I mean t- Chad and Pac like getting to know more about what, what, what you've been doing and, and I'm just stoked about what, what you're gonna uh, do next um, do you have uh, do you wanna like send some uh, social media or you know just drop some lines out there real quick before we head out yeah how come people hear about you tell us about it
2: oh okay, I kinda missed that part
0: uh, do you have any uh, do you have any like social media or like where where can people find oh, yeah. you and stuff like that um, just throw that out
2: I'm on uh, Twitter as Kate O'Reilly. Um I'm very very active on there, and uh, occasionally controversial. Like, I don't know if, I don't I don't know if you call, want to call it controversial, but I I'm very active. It's Twitter. The best it's way to put it's it. social media. It's Twitter. It Twitter. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter, is Twitter is
0: like the cesspool of society. So. Yeah, spell that out for us, so the
3: listeners know. Just spell it out for us. Find it.
2: It's uh, K. It's uh, K. It's so K A Y D A W uh, O'Reilly. It's a uh, Pun on Radar O'Reilly. <laughs> 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 like, All right. King Dao, K Dao, right? yeah. No, I don't know, like, I, like when I made it, I think I showed a few people and, and then they were like, I don't get it. And I'm like, you know, like K Dao Rally, you know, like Ra- Radar O'Reilly. And they were like,
0: oh, ha, ha. <laughs> <that's-> <laughs> Oh, that's good. And
2: like, it like got a few huts, so like that's...
1: Uh, hey. Uh, he, he's one yeah. of these guys, I got a hacky. It's
2: all right. It's cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, where else can you find you like, see your videos and stuff like that as well?
2: Uh, all right, so I'm on YouTube as Nostalgize, so it's like... Uh, nostal- so it would seem clever with wordplay. Um, Very funny. Nostalgia, yeah, but without the A and the C, E, and it's Nostalgize and uh yeah and there's some cool stuff on there um can i can i shout out my film oh absolutely of course you can do whatever you want right oh yeah now. sweet uh i just re- i guess yeah i guess released um my directorial uh writing to be tape boy and uh it's it won uh honorary uh what do you call it? But yeah, the honorary award for like uh, direct short film director at the Prague International Monthly Film Congratulations, Festival. Buddy. Oh, Congratulations, buddy. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, oh. And uh, it's fingers crossed for other ones. Um, knock on wood. Um, but yeah, it's a good time if it comes to your city, come see it. Uh, yeah, that's State Boy. Uh, where can you see it right now? Um, That's to be determined Uh, it also got in at a festival in Miami but I will find out um, I'll keep it posted on my Twitter, um, which I don't know if you want me to say it again. Like we just we'll turn it uh, into like a revolving door of We'll, of, write, it uh, we'll write
0: it down. <laughs> Take
2: this pen. Write this. down. I just yeah. love
1: how it's like, yeah, I just graduated from film school and my directorial Describe, yeah. debut. And winning awards and, and stuff. You know, winning awards, no big deal. And another hey one. <laughs> and, and another, another Only one. Only 22 years old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, you hear it right there. Check, check, uh, checking out on Twitter. Uh, what, what he said earlier, we'll write it down uh, on our on our post. Uh, check out Nostalgize on YouTube. Uh, as soon as uh, you can watch Tape Boy, t- check it out. And uh, boys, got any shout-outs you want to throw it on?
1: Yeah, Danno cool. the Mano
0: coming uh, back
1: into the actual well laboratory. Yeah, it's good to be back in the actual laboratory, as Ross is saying. It's good yeah. to be back seeing you ugly faces in three dimensions sweating,
0: again I'm sweating our asses off yeah. in this little shitty garage
1: i'd also <laughs> like to give a big shout out to all the hockey players that i watch in the playoffs right now that i know are probably going to retire or are not going to play again and i i always find it hard to watch but cheer during this time of year because i want people like joe thornton to win a stanley cup because he's been in the league just for so long and i feel like he's been a great player for so long and he deserves it a guy that i wish won ryan miller i thought that guy was an incredible goalie for so long he was always second fiddle um silver medal for usa yeah. you know type situation
0: Gigantic show showing that you're yeah
1: I was I was one of the Canucks fans that was really happy when we got him just because I knew he was a strong leader in the locker room and just a great guy
0: a stout character
1: and um so I hope Mike Smith comes back for another Cinderella run I don't know if it'll happen um, probably but there's, not
0: with Edmonton bro-
1: yeah probably <laughs> not um I just, I just want to say like I really admire the players that have put in a long tenure, still play with the respect, uh, have the respect of their peers and um, you know I just for what it's worth you don't have to win a Stanley Cup for for me to feel that way about you you've, no. you've earned it in my respect if you make it in and the show mm-hmm. and you do your dirt in the show you're, you're gonna get right. respect oh yeah especially yeah, be durable yeah and I think we're gonna release this around like Father's Day so I'll just give a shout out to my dad as well <laughs> Because uh, I love that guy.
0: Yeah, happy. I, I had the pleasure yeah, of actually talking to him over yeah. the uh, past weekend. So that was nice. That was great. It was great to meet him. Well said. Well said. Uh, you, uh, Ross, Bryce, you got anything?
1: I mean, once again, Daniel, thanks for showing up today, bud. I mean, it's great having you on here, King. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming on and just spitting your knowledge and your yeah, thank you hockey know-all. And just you boys. You... Ugly, beautiful SOBs. <laughs> 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 no, for I me. always enjoy
0: you guys, so. Same. There
3: you go. For me, King, man, you're young and you are tenacious and you're talented, and I'm excited to see what you do with your future. Get your breath. Um, Thank you. And I really hope that we get Appreciate to talk it. together again in the future. I really do. Oh, Although, 100%, 100%. I'll, other than that, you know, our regular sponsors, as usual. I'll let that be to Cody, though.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, thank you, King. Thanks, Dan, for always being uh, being here. Thank you for all the listeners, they, and thank you to all the uh, you know ten long in the tooth hockey players. Uh, thank you to Dog Nation Hockey Foundation. Thank you to My Beer Nation. Uh, check us out on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. You can hear, you can stream every one of on the bench with beats episodes. On Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Bo- CastBox, Podbean, Breaker, Verbal, PocketCast, and sometimes YouTube.
1: Wow. Uh, he didn't uh... lose a beat on that one, ladies and gents.
0: And so, for next time, I will say, V A Wiedersehen.
1: Salut. A bientot. A
4: try the damn thing see what happens